Hello, everybody. My name is Goofy Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goofy Norton Radio Show. Quick thing on respect and love and things of that nature. So, a lot of people are demanding respect. They're demanding um, their their views or whatnot or whatever their lifestyles and and such to be respected these days. And they're demanding that you know, like, oh, treat me like this and treat me like that. But do you respect others? Do you respect that there will be differences of opinions? I thought that car was going to hit hit another car. That was scary. Perspective is a weird thing. Um, <laughs> point of views. Sorry. Or a weird thing. Uh, but that's the thing. Stuff and, and, and also when it comes to love, like you should be giving love if you really want to receive love. Because if you're a hateful person... If you're being a hateful person towards a lot of other people, why would you ever expect to receive love? If you're being angry all the time, you're being hateful and, and just um, so opposed to other people's opinions, even when it comes, like, you know, especially when it comes to the same topic, like, how do you expect people to respect you if you're so hateful towards them? That goes for both sides of the coin. Like, I don't care who you are. I've seen people get really mad over comic book opinions. Like, oh, people recently were really going at it on Twitter uh, about Miles Morales. Miles Morales is Spider-Man. Okay, some people don't like him still. Some people don't agree with that. That's okay. Like, you can say he's Spider-Man all you want to. Some people say that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. We got Peter Parker first, as far as I know. Miles Morales came later. It doesn't matter. It's a comic book. It's fantasy. Who cares? Um, but like, if you want people to respect your opinions and you, your views and whatnot, your lifestyles, you have to respect others as well. Give what you want to get. It's a simple concept. It really is. It really is. Because you you can't really expect more than what you give in the first place. You give douchebaggy responses, sarcastic and douchebaggy responses, you can res- you can expect that in return. That is something that everybody should learn. You give hate, hateful responses to, to such trivial things that really don't matter that much, well, you can expect such responses. A lot of you really don't seem to realize how this world works. You get out of it what you give to it. It's it's a really simple concept. Promise you. Doesn't get more simple than that. I guarantee you, you will find, and maybe not and not every single person. This will not apply to every single person you meet in your life, right? There's going to be always those outliers, those people that are just really they really hate you no matter what that happens we experience those people in life nothing you can do with them but it doesn't hurt to show them love um and one other thing a lot of this generation needs is a lot of forgiveness as well you live you you live a more peaceful life when you forgive trust me on that one i've had a lot of I'm not going to say pushback, but I've had a lot of cross experiences with people who really don't like um, my race and whatnot. But 
I forgive him anyway. You know? Because I could easily give back that hate and be like, oh, you're this, you're that. But, you know, I'm not going to stoop to their level because that's that's pointless. Nobody nobody really wins there. Right? Um, but it's, it's a lot easier for me to forgive and just be like, you know what? You don't know me that well. I don't know you that well. You know, I'm not going to, you know, judge you how you judge me because that's not fair. Clearly that's not fair. Because I could say, oh... You're clearly an uneducated idiot who doesn't understand a thing about a person that they're judging. But you're only judging based off of surface level things that I can't even control. You know, I didn't choose to be birthed into this world, neither did you. So, with that being said, you know, I like I I don't believe it's it's worth putting in that all that energy into hating and to come into you know stupid comebacks that really aren't as witty as you think they are it's not as, as much of a power move as you think it is uh i think the bigger power move is to be able to walk away still loving that person still being able to say you love that person still being able to say that you care for that person that's a bigger power move i guarantee because that's much harder to do is being like you know what i forgive this person I love this person still. And I hope, you know, that they figure themselves out in life. And find out who they are. Mmm. What a challenge that is. That's a bigger flex than I can't, you know, than a, than a witty response on, on social media about the topic or whatnot. Man. That right there. Because that hits different. Because <laughs> I guarantee a lot of you wouldn't be able to do that. I guarantee it. Like, I think I told you guys the, the, the story of the time that somebody was, like, that, that that happened to somebody. Is that part of their house burned down? Somebody who was, you know, would, would spout out the N-word quite a bit while I was around. They ended up, part of their house ended up burning down. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm like, that sucks. And whatnot. You know, I'm like, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for that kind of thing to happen. I never would. I would never pray about that kind of stuff. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. I never, I don't ever wish any harm upon anybody who's ever done, who ever crossed me. That is not, uh, that would not be, that would not be like in character for me, really. I think I could say. It'd be very out of character. Because I'm generally, a, you know, generally a nice guy. I try to understand people and accept the fact that some people are just going to be bitter and angry because of certain certain, uh, certain circumstances in their life, and they just won't like you no matter what you do. You know, and now that now nowadays, especially since I'm being like more my more authentic self, you know, because I have a there's like a fun side I have, but it's not. You know, it's not present in all times because there are like I'm I'm when I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. Like and like I try to remove myself from situations that make me uncomfortable. I try to avoid situations that are uncomfortable. You know, when I feel relaxed, I act relaxed. You know. But that's the other thing. Part of my relaxed self really is like just being quiet and chilling out. 
when I want to have fun, you know, with the boys when when we're gaming, yeah, I'll be a little bit more bombastic, but to a degree, like, it still isn't, like, as crazy as you think it is. And even this, you know, doing this podcast, it's honest thoughts coming out, but look like, you know, but hear how I'm delivering it to you. You know, I'm not going out of my way to go and shout and scream and unless I'm really angry, upset, or passionate about something, (laughs) because it happens that way, but more often I've learned to just, you know, laugh and smile and enjoy myself, but I'm not, like, laughing out loud crazy, because I'm like, that's not me, I don't, you know, I don't, mm -mm. I don't do the -the over-the-top stuff, unless something's, like, really hilarious, but, you know, generally, um, genuinely, sorry, smiling a bit more has been easier, I think, for me, and I'm glad that it has been easier, I'm glad that there there hasn't been a struggle with that kind of thing, I'm glad that I've been able to, you know, be more responsive, and be uh, a little bit more open, a little bit, in that sense, because I've been kind of a one, like, one emotion kind of person, I, I was that for a while, um, and that was mostly during the, the you know, the, the, the depression years, because uh, that was, that was me, it was just one emotion, just running off that. And it was mostly just agony or, or sadness. And that was, that was a fun time in my life, right? That was fun. Now, I'm, I'm lying, that was not fun. That was not fun at all. <clears throat> but you know nowadays I'm like I'm experiencing the emotions I'm letting myself feel the emotions that I feel if I'm uncomfortable I'm going to be honest about that like I'm uncomfortable I don't want to be here I, I don't like being here and I'm glad that I'm expressing that finally because you used to just put up with it in the military you got to put up with it there's a situation that's uncomfortable obviously you know if it deals with the job that's fine, but like, you're going to be uncomfortable sometimes, it's the military, it happens, that I got over a while ago, I just, I just deal with it, if it's uncomfortable, nobody's going to know that I'm uncomfortable, because I'm just going to go with the flow, and once I retire, I mean, it like, what, the best thing about that is, I've, I've learned to turn on, flip, like, flip that switch, when I'm on that time, you know, doing that kind of thing, then yeah, right, flip the switch, just do what, do the job, get it over with, and then, you know, when I get home, decompress, and relax, so, but in my daily life, in my personal life, sorry, I'm taking sips between what I say uh, of my energy drink, oh man, really good, but I... Uh, when I'm, you know, in my personal life, I try to be more responsive uh, to my emotions and more, you know, in touch with that kind of thing. And learning how, you know, how exactly how extreme or how tame I can be and I should be. Because there is, you know, appropriate level, there's an you know, appropriate level of response um, 
when you're feeling certain type of emotions in certain environments. Like at work, if I'm mad about something, I'm not going to just flip off the handle, fly off the handle, and, you know, go off on my boss. Like, that's not appropriate. If I have something wrong, you know, if something wrong between us, talk about it in private. I don't make that, that stuff public. That's highly unprofessional behavior, and that's the kind of stuff that'll get you fired. I'm not about to be that guy who gets recorded, or that that person in general, because that happens to a lot of people, who gets recorded on social media. I don't want that to be on TikTok, on Instagram, be trending, and then, you know, make the headlines for publications and such. I don't want to be on the news at all for going off on my boss. I don't want to even be trending on social media for going off on my boss. That's not cool. You know, if I want to trend for anything, it's for positive things. Um... Mm. That is delightful. What a taste. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just you know, try to be more responsive. Trying to be more responsible with my emotions and and, and uh, express what I feel. If I'm mad, I'm mad. Let myself be mad for a little bit. You know? If I'm happy, then I'm happy. Trying to let, you know, I try not to let anything ruin my mood. Experience that happiness, you know. Relish it. If I'm sad, then I'm sad. Let myself be sad for a while. You know, whatever else I'm feeling, you know, if I'm if I'm uncomfortable, if I'm really uneasy about something, then I'm gonna express that. Um, it comes into play a lot, especially when you're in a relationship, because uh, you gotta be. You really do have to learn how to express your emotions when you're in a relationship and express any concerns or, or anything that's holding you back. You have to express that stuff because it's going to come out one way or another and rather, you know, let it out bit by bit very easily in a calm and, and conscious you know manner rather than letting it all spill out on your partner later in life or later, later date and it becomes a fight. It becomes an argument. It becomes a very extreme case. And those are hard to come back from. Like, those are very hard to come back from. You need to not do that. I'm, like, warning you. It is a horrible thing to let that stuff build up and then let it explode out. Because that is abusive to you and to your partner. That is an abusive cycle. To just not say anything until it gets so bad that you let it build up. And then you're yelling and cussing and fighting at each other and hurting each other unnecessarily. Because you could have simply talked that out like adults earlier on. Had you not been so stubborn and so closed off with your emotions, learn how to open up. And if you're already in that relationship, talk to your partner about it. Say, hey, you know, I really don't have a lot of experience about opening up with my emotions, but, you know, maybe we could, like, try, you know, X, Y, and Z. Whatever you need to do to, to, to kind of help yourself, you know. That's where your, you know, your significant other is there to help you out. If you need help with that kind of stuff, you know, ask them. Let them know. Talk to them about it. Like, hey, you know, there are certain tasks, activities that, that we can try that would, and certain maybe certain sentences or, or phrases that we can, that you could, you know, tell me to help me, to prompt me to open up. Like, that would be very helpful. If they need that kind of thing, then give it to them. That's the kind of support they need. You know? Like, you're going to be helping out each other for the rest of your lives. Hopefully. So be there. Be there for them. Sacrifice for them. Because you would like for them to sacrifice for you too. You're supposed to go that extra mile for each other. So, 
Ooh, that is strong at the end. The taste is far more concentrated at the end. I don't know why. Yeah. Ugh. Oh gosh. I'm sorry. It's always like when I like when I when I drink my pre-workout because it's powder. Um, when you're mixing, you know, mixing it in all that stuff. There's always there's always a few little extras, like an extra little like I wouldn't say pile, but there's always some extra leftover at the bottom of the cup. And I'm like, and it's really strong because it's just like, and you're just like, you feel something. It's extra strong, nasty, um, strong. Uh, but you just have to be, you know, kind of in control of that kind of stuff. You have to gain control. If you don't have control over it, gain control over it. Because it's really going to affect. It's, it, like, it can make or break your relationship. Like, it, it really can. Because no one really wants to sit around and be with a person who just emotionally explodes after letting stuff build up for a while and not saying anything. No one wants to be with that because that's, that's, that is literally dangerous for both parties, you know, because one party becomes accustomed to doing that uh, or they are accustomed to doing that and they don't change. That's dangerous for them because now they just become this, this walking, ticking time bomb. You never know when they're going to explode and go off on you and into an emotional tirade, tearing you down, um, over something simple like oh they you know oh they don't put their toothbrush in, in you know in the right place or they put it over here instead of in the cup you know they always leave it lying on the counter they don't ever put it in the cup like that can be that can literally explode into something much bigger into them really taking personal shots at you because that stuff has happened before to to many people so ladies open up to the guy it's not going to hurt you to do it Open up to them. Don't let that stuff build up. Because you'll say something you won't really mean or something that you will really regret when he's walking out that door and never coming back. You're going to be wondering what went wrong. And if you find somebody else, the same thing is going to happen. Guarantee it. You've got to break that cycle. Be more emotionally available for yourself. Have more control. Open up. Open up before it gets too bad. You know, I've been practicing making myself more clear when, whenever I feel something. As soon as I feel that emotion, I'm like, don't let it, like, don't let it simmer. Don't, don't sit in it. Talk about it. You know, when you're angry, yes, take a minute. Like, especially with anger, take a freaking minute to, to, to sit down and be like, okay, breathe, breathe, you know. Because one thing I, I'm definitely proud of that I've improved of, I am the most conscious person when I, when I'm angry, like I am very, very, I'm still, I'm very, I'm still very much conscious and aware of what I'm saying and what I'm doing. I don't do irrational things when I'm angry. I've stopped myself from doing that kind of thing. I have a lot more control over my anger. Like, yes, I physically, you know, really do feel it in my mind and whatnot. I, I you know, I feel that. But at the same time, I'm still very conscious and aware and very careful about the decisions I make and what I say because I know that if I let go, there's going to be some words and some things flying. Because I had a spout, not a spout, but I had a incident recently where I just like, it just really made me mad. Um, and I think I talked about this before on the show. I don't like to be mad. 
I really don't. I like that. I don't like that feeling of being like that really, really angry. And that's why, you know, the gym is very um, near and dear to my heart uh, because it really has helped me get a lot of emotional relief over the years. <laughs> as I as I think I've said before, I like I'm strong, but not because of anything, not because of like and I wanted to be it, not because I wanted to be a bodybuilder or because I wanted to be a powerlifter. I'm strong because I went through some emotional distress. Depression made me physically strong. Like I I PR'd when I was like when I was depressed. <laughs> I like my deadlift was like the the heaviest it had ever been while I was depressed. I PR'd many times over with many lifts. Um and now that that stuff's over, I'm really not like I'm not in that state anymore. Is I've been trying to associate different things, you know, just find different motivation now that I'm just free. That's hard. It sucks. But uh, you, you really, you really got, you got to find some way to gain control over your emotions because you can't outbursts. You can't be a ticking time bomb waiting to explode. Whether it be crying, whether it be, you know, your anger, whatever emotion you're feeling, you really have to learn how to let it out slowly and gradually. Even if it's happiness, too. Don't just explode with happiness because that that makes you look kind of crazy. We don't we don't want that. So learn to, you know, learn how to express yourself properly. And then, you know, back to what we talked about before. If you, if you want respect, you got to show respect. You have to show you're worth being respected. If you're just a hateful douchebag who does nothing but, but crap on other people's opinions and decisions and whatnot, nobody's ever going to want to respect you. Like, that's not a respectable person. Screw that guy or that girl. Screw them. (laughs) That's what people are going to think. Screw them. They clearly don't care about anybody else but themselves. Screw them. I'm not going to respect that. Um, and the same thing goes for love. I'm not going to love you if you're being hateful towards me. I'm going to be less. I'm going to be less likely and, and very resistant and hesitant to even show you, you know, any uh, any signs of love if you aren't loving me. That's how a lot of people think. You know, and there are those of us out there who really do, you know give love and, and, you know, despite what we get, despite what we get in return, we're not really expecting anything in return, but we just love you regardless. We try our best. It's really hard sometimes, especially when a lot of people are giving us flack, even though we literally aren't doing anything but being nice to you and showing, you know, like, (laughs) that always confused me, man. That always confused me how people do that. And sometimes it's like a, it's like a, it's a response based off of their past experiences, right? And I don't blame them for that. Because sometimes people are angry and mean to you when they don't understand that that's not a proper response to someone who actually shows that they properly love you. But that's all that they know is violence and hatred. Because that's all that, that's what they've been raised with. So, that I get. I understand. I, like, I've met those people. 
All they understand is that they're a failure and that everything they do is wrong. All they know is violence and hatred, man. They've been raised that way. The parents are that way. And then they've been, they've been taught so many bad habits because of that, but... But anyone under the sound of my voice right now, you, you understand. I want you to understand that you can be different. You don't have to be that. You can be better than that. You are better than that. I guarantee you're better than that. And if you if you don't act like it, if you're still, you know, working on it, or maybe you don't realize it. Excuse me. Today is your day to change that. Whenever you listen to this, you can change it. Be better. You can act better because you are better. We are better than certain behaviors. We are. We're better than bad behavior. That's what we are on this uh, on this show. For anyone who listens to the show, we're better than bad behavior. We're better than being, you know, unnecessarily hateful towards other people. We're better than, you know, acting acting childish and whatnot in a negative way. We... So sorry to interrupt. There was an analog clock in my in my car and I was like hmm does this thing still run while I'm while the car's off it does it just ticked that was kind of scary for a moment because I was really curious I'm like because everything you know is pretty much electronic in here um except for that well okay now I sound like an idiot but it's analog clock man I don't really deal with analog clocks anymore it's unfortunate that we have a generation of kids that really don't know how to read that because everything that they have is digital. And I remember hearing about that as a, as a kid, like, yeah, one day, you know, as a, I remember hearing about that as a kid too, like, yeah, one day you kids aren't going to learn, know how to read an analog clock. And I'm like, but we grew up, how, literally we grew up like in classrooms that had the clock number with the minutes, the 35, the 45, you know, 55, you know, 5, 10, 15, like, well, that's easy. It's like, it's not hard. Because I look at an analog clock and I'm like, oh, that's what time it is. Okay. And I just know. Because I grew up with that. First grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. Like, we knew how to do that. It's not a skill you really lose. It's clock. Small hand tells you the hour. Big hand tells you the minutes. Really not that difficult of a concept. But if you aren't taught that, you don't know that at all. Uh, but sorry, back to what I was saying. <laughs> That's irrelevant. <laughs> That's irrelevant as heck. Oh, man. Because, um, I, I mean, that, that skill only really applies to those who, like, maybe work security. Because, like, like, if you have to write an incident report or something like that, you have to look at whatever clock is immediately available to you and be able to tell the time on that clock and write it down on that report. Like, you got to be able to, like, bam, bam. Um... And if you don't have a watch, if your watch isn't working or you don't have your phone to pull out at that minute, because some security positions don't allow you to have your phone out on the job, because that will result in a penalty of some sort. Um, sorry, you know, uh, <laughs> again, irrelevant. But seriously, like it's 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 not hard to show love. It's not hard to show respect in life. It really isn't. You know, you want to receive it, you got to show it. You got to show it. Got to show it. And I say show love to everyone. Show love to everyone. Even if they're not 
you know, with, with the way you live, show love to them. Even if they're not, you know, they don't look the same as you. They don't talk the same as you. They don't walk the same as you, you know. They don't come from the same family as you. They're not in your friend circle. Still show love to them. Show love to them. Because I guarantee you'd still appreciate the same hospitality, the same the same friendliness from them. I guarantee you'd appreciate it. Especially if they if they didn't show any hesitation. They were like, oh, friend. But they don't know you. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you, like, it feels great. And it feels like it just it just feels really good when somebody just without hesitation is just like, hey, friend, buddy, like how you doing, bud? And they don't know you. Like, they don't know you. You don't know them. But they're like, hey, what's up? Oh, what's up, man? You know, what's good? Like, it's like that's like, yeah, I like that. Because <laughs> it, make, like, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel welcomed. You don't feel like an outcast. You feel more comfortable. You know? Um, and I like that. I really do like that. It's like my favorite part about just being a person. <laughs> Just about living life. You meet people like that. And they make you feel nice. Or like the sweet old ladies. They don't know you. But they'll still call you sugar or honey or, you know, sweetheart. Like, I'm like, oh, That's nice. I, I appreciate the heck out of that. They don't have to be nice to me, but they are. And I enjoy it. And it's all, it's, it's old ladies of any culture. They do that to me and I'm like... My heart gets kind of melts a little bit. And I'm like, oh... I got a soft spot for that. Sweet old ladies will, will always will always get me. I'm like, dang it! It's like you, because no matter no matter what uniform I've worn over the years, whether I'm in security uniform, whether I'm in you know my army uniform, whether I'm just a regular old civilian, like no matter how how angry or mean I've been that whole day, or how, how angry or upset I felt that whole day, a sweet old lady would change my mind in a in a in a minute. And a blink of an eye and a heartbeat, I just like, oh, I go from being mad to just being like, oh, forget all my, forget all my troubles. It's <laughs> uh, just a nice person in general. Like it would really change your attitude. Like, cause it's like, you don't, you don't want to, you can't like, you can't be mad around a sweet old lady. You can't, you'd break their hearts. You'd make them sad. I don't want to make an old lady cry. That's not my thing. I feel like the most evil person on the planet if I ever made a sweet old lady like scowl or, or, or cry around me. I'm like, oh, if I was the reason for that, I'd be like, oh, no. I'd be like, I'm a monster. <laughs> Who could ever love me? So, but I got to go. I got things to do. Sorry. I got to cut this short. We'll probably pick this up again in another show. But thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember, the love is patient. And I, as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.